And the reason it's so effective and we get you there in hypnotherapy is that that's when your brain is more open to suggestions. Mm-hmm. Um, and so while meditation, of course, stops you from thinking about the past or the future and just you're in the moment and in the present moment, hypnotherapy allows us to ask your mind questions. So we can ask the question and your conscious mind can just get quiet and stop analyzing because you will never solve problems with logic. Emotions always trump logic. Hello, friend. It's Wendy Valentine, your hostess with the Midlife Mostess, coming at you live from the RV. Welcome to the Midlife Makeover Show. If you are ready to get unstuck, take courageous action, and reclaim your life, I am the wild and wise woman for you. Let me tell you, I've been there. I've gone through divorce. I was at a job I definitely didn't love. I've lost some amazing people in my life, and I have cried buckets of tears along the way. The great news is that I've made it through to the other side. Oh, yeah. My breakdown became my breakthrough. I know your greatest breakthrough is on the other side of saying yes to life. It's time to stop being stuck and stop playing small. It's time to go from surviving to thriving. If you're done living a life that doesn't set your soul on fire, this is the podcast for you. Let's get this midlife party started, shall we? Welcome to the Midlife Makeover Show. Before you get hypnotized from our guest today, I wanted to read a review that I received last week from one of my awesome listeners. She says, I absolutely love this podcast. Wendy is an amazing host. She is super energetic and genuinely interested in what her guests have to say. She asks great questions, and it's more of a conversation than it is an actual interview, which is the best kind of interview. I'm in my early 50s, and I get so much out of every episode I listen to. If you are looking to make life changes or reinvent yourself during midlife, this is the podcast for you. I highly recommend it. Wow. Thank you so much, Camille Martin. Camille is not only a listener of the Midlife Makeover Show, she is also a guest on the show. Her episode will air on October 5th, so make sure you tune in for that one. Camille is author of the book, Love to Lose, and she will teach you how to lose weight without dieting. I dig that. I want to go back to what Camille said in her review about me being interested in what my guests have to say, and I really appreciate that she observed that about me. The reason that I am so interested in what my guests have to say is because I know that their knowledge and wisdom can help you. When I'm interviewing someone on the show, I am actually thinking of only one person, I'm thinking of you, seriously. I may not know you personally, but I know you as a midlifer that is looking for answers to your problems. I literally try to tap into what you need to hear so that you can change your life. As a matter of fact, I am currently doing some market research for the Midlife Makeover Show. I've been interviewing a few of my listeners this past week to discover more of their needs, their struggles, desires, wishes, etc., By conducting this market research, it helps me help you. I want to learn more about my audience so they can live a happy and healthy midlife and beyond. So although my audience is listening to me, I am actually listening to my audience, if that makes sense. The point is, is that you are my number one. This show is not for me. It's all for you. And I would love to hear more of what you need to hear more of on the show please feel free to shoot me an email at hello at wendyvalentine.com or if you go to my website at wendyvalentine.com and scroll all the way to the bottom of the page, you will see a little section that says Ask Wendy and you can leave me a voice message. I can't talk today. (laughs) Hopefully my guests can talk better than me. Anyways, tell me what topics you would like to cover or problems that you need help solving. I would love to hear from you, and I am here for you. All right, thanks again, Camille, for your kind review of the show. 
If you have a few moments, I would greatly appreciate it if you could leave a five-star review for the show as well. It helps to improve our rankings, increase our downloads, and most importantly, change more lives. Just go to the Midlife Makeover Show on Apple Podcasts. Again, scroll all the way down to the bottom and click on Write a Review. I did receive a one-star review from someone not too long ago. I'm not bitter. It's totally okay. But anyways, apparently I said the word shit during the interview, and they didn't like that. (laughs) Well, shit. I guess you can't please them all, right? Shit happens. Anyway, thank you so much, you guys, for all your love and support. No shit. All right. Are you ready to get hypnotized? I am. Today's guest is Christina Woods. She is a licensed RTT therapist, certified hypnotherapist, empowerment coach, Reiki master, and the CEO and founder of Wise Woods Hypnotherapy and Coaching. She combines her background in corporate leadership along with her life experiences in dealing with divorce, trauma, and abandonment to empower other women to trust their intuition and set themselves free of self-doubt. Christina has been honing her intuition and spiritual energy practice throughout her entire life, and it is this experience, knowledge, and wisdom that she brings to every client during each session. Through this deep hypnotherapy and coaching work, she empowers women to shed old programming so they can live the life they deserve. Christina wants everyone to stop looking outside for what they need and instead look inside themselves so they can live a life full of deep meaning and potential. Ladies and gentlemen, Christina Woods. Christina Woods, welcome to the Midlife Makeover Show. Oh, thanks for having me. Yes, love it. So tell everyone a little bit about what you do and why you do what you do. Sure. So I am uh, trained as a rapid transformational therapist, and that is a big lot of words for a certified hypnotherapist. And I'm also an empowerment coach and a Reiki master. And this is my second career. So prior to that, I can tell you more later, but I had a 30 career 30-year career in the corporate world in sales and marketing um, in the education space. So That's quite a change. It is. It so, is. Uh, yeah. So tell me though, how, how did you go from this transition? What clicked that you're like, okay, I got to get a corporate and go do hypnotherapy. Yeah, it's not that is a weird transition. So, um I was listening to one of your podcasts where you heard a voice and I did hear a voice. So, um <laughs> those voices. Gosh, those voices. Um and it was while I was picking weeds in my pajamas in the backyard. So, it was one of those moments, but um Interesting. Yeah, yeah. I had grown up um believing I had to be perfect. So I, you know, I, I felt kind of not good enough my whole life, but no one would ever know it. So, um, very good grades, homecoming queen, everybody would think everyone was, you know, everything was great, got married, picket fence, two kids and a dog. Um, and just realized, um, had a great career, was a vice president moving up the ladder, traveling all over the place, making, you know, really good money. Um, and I wasn't happy. Nothing felt good. I felt like you ungrateful, you know, what, what is wrong with you? Um, how come you can't, you know, why aren't you happy? I was spending too much. I was eating too much. I was just, nothing was right. And, um, I realized, you know, my marriage was not ever going to change. And I had to make the decision um, to end that marriage after 23 Mm -hmm. years. And um, I started realizing in one moment while I was picking weeds was, um, when are you going to realize you're the only one that can make you happy? When are you going to stop looking on the outside and start looking on the inside? And I had always thought that I was into self-help. I meditated. I went on retreats, but I was honestly, I was pretty afraid to go like deep into therapy or deep into, okay, what was going on with me? I was just kind of like playing out on the, on the outside. And I knew if I was really going to find out what was going on, I had to go deep. So threw myself into therapy, um, traveled around to uh, self-help retreats and meditation. And I'm very, very spiritual and 
wow, um, just, you know, really kind of unfolded from the inside out and had a spiritual awakening and um, really started just thinking, all right, it's now or never. I'm about 50. And if I don't change careers now, I really want to help women um, like myself realize that there is so much more inside of us. And if we just have the courage to find it, we can not only heal ourselves, that's a whole nother topic, um, but just find the courage. We can really change things in our lives and we are in charge of our own happiness. And, mm-hmm. you know, there are certain things that we can do, but we are enough. We're born enough. We're not born with all these programs and things that tell us we're not enough and these self-sabotaging behaviors. So yeah, my journey was just falling on my flat face and figuring out how to get up. <laughs> <laughs> and no coincidence that you were actually out there pulling weeds because then that's what you ended up doing, right? You're like pulling yeah. weeds out of your own life of like, okay, this isn't working. That's a weed. That's a weed. Yeah, absolutely. And it's funny you say that is that the hypnotherapy that I do um, is literally we focus on getting to the root of what's going on Ah. because um, some hypnotherapy and, you know, affirmations are great, but a lot of affirmations don't work because Uh you can just say positive things over and over. But in our subconscious, that's that's the program that's running the show. And if the program that's running the show, the hard drive doesn't believe you are enough. You can look in the mirror and say all kinds of things that you want. The Mm -hmm. program doesn't believe something. It's not going to change. It might change temporarily, but you really have to find out what is the root of what's going on. Why do you believe? um, Why are you spending so much? Why are you eating that? Why are you doing that? Why are you constantly in relationships that, um, you know, are, are not good relationships or why do you people please so much and put yourself last? Right. Find the root. And then you can start with these affirmations, but you've got to find the root. So I'm curious, what is the difference between hypnotherapy and meditation and just positive thinking affirmations? What's the difference between what, what makes hypnotherapy special. Sure. Sure. Yeah. That's a great question. You know, it's, it's all in the same realm in the same world. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I think that in hypnotherapy, there are techniques to get you into a meditative state where you're in those theta brain waves. Mm -hmm. Um, so in a much quicker way. So sometimes, you know, in meditation, I don't know about you, but sometimes I'm still thinking about the grocery list yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I'm like, oh, la, la, la. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and through practice, you certainly can get better. But right. with, with hypnotherapy, the process is um, certain techniques to get you in such a relaxed state that, and it's a very natural state. We get, we're in and out of this theta brainwave state, this alpha and theta brainwave state all day, right? Before we go to sleep, um, when you're driving and you're thinking about a million things and you don't remember driving, we're in there all day long. So we're just kind of forcing it in hypnotherapy through a very relaxed way. And the reason it's so effective and we get you there in hypnotherapy is that that's when your brain is more open to suggestions. Mm -hmm. Um, And so while meditation, of course, stops you from thinking about the past or the future and just you're in the moment and in the present moment. Mm -hmm. Um, Hypnotherapy allows us to ask your mind questions. So we can ask the question and your conscious mind can just get quiet and stop analyzing because you will never solve problems with logic. Emotions always trump logic. So that's why it's, why did I eat that? Why Why did I date that? you know, jerk again, why did I do this? You're never going to find the answers because our emotions always trump the logic. So, um, you know, why, why do I keep, um, allowing that person to talk to me so we can ask our mind those questions. And in, in, in hypnotherapy, our mind just actually is very honest and open and gets to the root. So we go back to scenes and moments in time when, you created these programs and it allows us to see and show you, all right, that was just a program that was created in your mind. And that's actually not a truth about you. It was just a program that was created to keep you safe. And it was there for a reason. And we Mm -hmm. can thank it for keeping you safe when you were five or 10. Um, and, And now you're 35 or now you're 40. And we can show you very clearly in hypnotherapy, you needed it then, but you don't need that belief anymore. Mm-hmm. And so it just allows you a, 
more clarity to say, oh, I, I see why I needed it then. So we don't, we tend to beat ourselves up when we have these beliefs or self-sabotage behaviors or something, but in, in hypnotherapy or even meditation, we, we can have more, um, um, grace and love for ourselves. Right. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, these brains of ours are like, you know, get basically get programmed. And, but I think what a lot of people don't realize is that you can reprogram it, which is what hypnotherapy does. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So yeah. And, and that's the second half of it. So once we find out the root of it, um, we don't just say, okay, bye now we have to, we have to reprogram it and neuroplasticity I know is not, you know, a new, a new term to, to, to you, or maybe even some of your listeners, but if it is, um, we have the ability to create new neural pathways, a new way of thinking, a new thought. And the way we do that is the mind learns by repetition. And so in hypnotherapy, we create through very powerful visualizations and words, Mm -hmm. words that resonate with you specific to what was the root issue. So rather than me just saying, you're beautiful and you're going to float through life, what was the root issue? So it has to resonate and really flip that thought. And you listen to that over and over and over and your mind starts to say, all right, it's safe to accept this new thought. Mm -hmm. And your mind does not want to it wants to keep believing what is familiar, even if that belief is not good. It doesn't really care. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're just making an, an unfamiliar thought familiar until it just becomes who you are and what you do. And you don't have to think about it. It's just, okay, now, yeah. now I have this new, um, because our, our thoughts control our feelings, feelings control our actions, actions, you know, there we go. Our life is better. So what, how does a typical session work? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, I'll, I'll talk with people before a session because I, I think, you know, if you're dealing with a lot of anxiety and tension and, mm-hmm. um, I, I understand because, you know, as an overachiever, most of my life, um, it was always like, what are they going to do to me? What are they going to say in me to me in there? And what's coming next? What's coming next? So yeah. um, there are things that we can do to help you relax before a session. So mm-hmm. I might give someone an audio recording to get used to my voice and explain what's going to happen in a session so they can get nice and relaxed and not wonder, all right, you know, no, I'm not going to make you act like a chicken or any of that stuff that right. we see on stage. <laughs> but um, in a session, what we'll do beforehand is really find out how do you want to feel afterward? What mm-hmm. What do you, what do you, if you didn't have this anxiety or this behavior or this thought, how do you want to feel? Mm-hmm. And what, how would your life change? And really talk about that because that is then the goal. And so we will create a question and we'll go back. Um, I'll get a, a client really nice and relaxed. So at that part is like a meditation mm-hmm. and um, everyone can be hypnotized. Um, I know that's another myth. Mm-hmm. Um, it just might take a little longer for some people than others. And, you know, we have techniques to gauge that. Um, most of my sessions are actually through Zoom all over the world. Yeah, I was um, going to ask you that. That's really, it, thank God for things like this, right? It's able to help more people. I love oh, it. it's, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's incredible. And, um, you know, it's funny if there's a cat in the room, the cat senses the energy, they go right up to the camera. I get to meet all kinds of pets. Um, but so we'll we'll get them nice and relaxed and we'll ask the mind to go back to, you know, mind, what's the root cause and reason that Karen has this, you know, this belief about herself or what's the root cause and reason she continues to be in relationships that um, don't make her feel good about herself? What's the root cause and reason? She might go back to scenes and moments where, you know, she's eating cereal at five years old and it might not make sense, but we're going back to feelings. Um, and all these feelings, it's like putting a little puzzle together and we're able to find themes and beliefs and and find, oh, these are the programs that my mind believed to be true. And those, those beliefs are lies. Those aren't even true. Um, but my mind had to create those. And so then, yes, I created an audio recording. They'll listen to it for three weeks and I meet with them once a week, at least, if not more, depending on what someone needs, um, just to, to make that new belief stick. Mm-hmm. And, you know, some people, their minds will have resistance depending on how dug in that, that belief or that lie was to keep you safe. Um, and we respect that, you know, it's, um, 
I don't want to listen to my audio. I don't, I don't even, I hate your voice. I get that sometimes. <laughs> I hate your voice. And I know that's just the belief saying, oh, we're not, we're not going to change. Are you kidding me? Right. This is not safe. Um, and so we work, we work through that. So, but, um, you know, affirmations and those things are good once we know how the mind and, and what it's believing. Otherwise they sometimes are yeah, just fluff. I think sometimes, yeah. And you know, when the positive thinking thing came out, you know, if you will, like decades yes. ago, it was like, just, it was like, it's almost like you're just, it's great to want to believe that, but unless you really uncover, if you take, remove those weeds, it's going to block that. Like it yeah. just doesn't, so I feel like it's so important to uncover all that. Right? It is. And the one thing that is good about words is that our mind believes every word we say and every every picture we give it. So we can actually influence our lives significantly by our words. Yes. But yes, the root, the root of what's going on, and that's why so much you know, we need Western medicine, but so much of it is just a Band-Aid. And right, so many right. other things are a Band-Aid yeah. is let's dig up that root, find out what lie, because we aren't born with anxiety. We aren't born thinking we're not good enough. Right. We aren't born with, have you ever tried to feed a baby who doesn't want food? They don't, they won't take it. Yeah. They shove it away and they're like, <laughs> I'm done. Yeah. Um, but an adult is like, mm, okay, yeah, I'll have another bite, you know, or they're, you know, the kid doesn't want the mac and cheese. Okay. Yeah. I'll eat the rest. Yeah. Um, that's stuff we learn and, and there's a reason. So we need to unpack yeah. that um, because we aren't born that way. And, and anything we acquire, we can also get rid of. But the power of your words, one of the things that um, I trained with Marissa Peer, who is a famous, um, well, well-renowned um, and created RTT hypnotherapy, but she created this movement, I am enough. And so writing it on your mirrors, I have it in my phone as an alarm everywhere. Um, and it has absolutely changed, changed my life, but changed many people's lives just by those three words. Yes. And I've had some clients that won't even say those three words to themselves, that mm -hmm. it's taken months to even get them to say I'm enough or I'm beautiful. Um, and so when you think about how, how far someone has to come to even look in the mirror and say, I'm pretty, I'm enough. Right. I'm, you know, I, I'm just enough as I am. I don't need to lose five more pounds. I don't need to put any makeup on. Mm -hmm. um, that's incredible if you can do that. Yes. Yeah. Words are so powerful. I think I put a post on Instagram not too long ago and, and I, and obviously negative words are so extremely mm -hmm. powerful and to be conscious of, I would say too, it's like, this is either your best friend or your worst enemy and to like really pay attention to how, to what you're saying, like those yes. voices and what they're actually saying to you, because pay attention. that can totally affect you as you know, physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, everything. And yeah. it all comes like, it all starts up here with what we're actually, I mean, we can take, you know, you could hear some negative words and positive words and choose what you do with those words. But then really it's what the, it's that voice in here. That's like, oh my gosh. Like I can't remember what, oh, the untethered soul. Great. When I read that book. I love wow. that book. Yeah. And when I read his book and he started talking about that, really paying attention to what was going on up there, you know, like, and what you're actually thinking. I was like, oh my God, I was so mean to myself. Oh, <laughs> we are. We are. Even to I this day. Yeah. You know, if, if I'm feeling kind of like low energy or something, I'll yeah. say, all right, I'm feeling energized. I'm feeling excited. I'm feeling yes. motivated. And it can't, it just changes yeah. how you feel. Right. You know? And I think too, going back to what we were saying, if you do uncover, you know, get to the root, yes. then those words even sink in more, right? Of course. Yes. And they, and they hit you even quicker as before. Like if you're really, really being dragged down, then it's like, oh, okay, I am enough. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah. But you uncover that and then it's, I am enough. Like you really do believe it. And I think that's the key, right? Is to... To be able to say those words, just like the one lady that could believe even say them. it, yes. to say it and believe it. That's the key. Like, in, yes. Like in your core. Yeah. I mean, one of my, one of my false beliefs, I, I always procrastinated everything, even though I had this great big career. Why was I always up the night before till three in the morning doing some presentation or some report? 
And so I had enough awareness to know, okay, this is weird. This is a bad mm-hmm. habit I have. Why do I always do this? And right. so I went, I went in hypnotherapy and, and dug up some things about a fear of being seen, a fear of ma- making a mistake, mm-hmm. a fear of not being perfect. And which is not what I thought what I would find, um, which was a theme and showing up in other ways in my life. And so now I know when I'm resisting doing something, I need to tell myself, you know what? You are enough. You're worthy of being seen. Um, you know, you yes. all those things, they have a meaning to me, which might be different if you said you are enough. Right. Um, they right. resonate with me because I know that, that that's a old wound for me, a trigger for me uh, based Mm -hmm. on, you know, childhood trauma. And it could be a little trauma or a big trauma. It doesn't matter. Um, We all are anchored in things that happen to us that bring us back. Yes. And I think it's, it's learning those triggers and having that toolbox, if you will, of like, okay, this we're, oh, I'm being triggered now. So let me go ahead and open up this toolbox and use this, right? Because that, and that's what's so nice. I think, um, you know, once you do the work, if you will, and and figure out what's not serving you in your life, then you're able to yeah. have some solutions to match yeah. those problems. I think a big, a big solution is getting over the fear of rejection. Mm-hmm. Um, that is such a, a big one for most of my clients. It was for me. Um, you know, people pleasing or not setting boundaries is really just yeah. a fear of rejection. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't, I don't, I'll, yeah, just... let's talk about boundaries <laughs> because I, I was telling you before that that's one of the topics that has not really been addressed yet. in a lot of the interviews that I've had, and I think it's so important because especially people at midlife, they've either set boundaries, I think at that point where they're, maybe it's no longer serving them. They need to take a look at them again, um, or have like nothing at all, or don't even know what a boundary is. Like don't they're just, know. Yeah. and I think that's not having the boundaries that pre- prevents them from moving forward in their life. Because if you have a boundary of no, you're not going to treat me that way, or no, I'm not going to, you know, no, I'm going to do this. Then you otherwise you do stay stuck. Sure. Yeah. You know, I work primarily with women. I, I, I think you might too. And, and there's so many blurred, blurred lines between self and my kids and my family yes. and my work that for me, unpacking boundaries with many clients is just helping them identify what self is to them mm-hmm. because they're like self, what, what, yeah. what? <laughs> Um, I have a self and it's not defined by what I've made for dinner or what I did or how I please everybody else. So Mm -hmm. really just allowing someone to know you actually are worthy of, and actually supposed to have time for yourself Mm -hmm. and feel good about having time for yourself. And you are actually teaching your children and your family and showing others you know, teaching them wonderful lessons by taking time out for yourself. But just that alone is a new concept for many, many people. So, um, but boundaries, you know, often is that also that fear of rejection. Um, You know, if I, if I set a boundary, will they like me? Will they love me? You know, will they think I mean, and you know, the B word or or whatever it might be. Um, But also it can be the choice of not letting in I'm not going to let in those words because as we get, you know, more step into our power, we often find other people flare up and go, oh, I don't, I don't like this boundary stuff. Uh Um, Uh I don't like this new power and and this new energy that's going on around us. And, you know, and they start to push it more, which really is very challenging when you're trying to build boundaries. But um, one of the practices is, you know, to stop for a second and really just listen and choose. You know what? I choose to not let that in. I choose not to let those words in because we have a choice. It's, it's even when you're dieting or you're, you know, you're trying to eat better. It's not that I can't have that. I choose not to have that. And that is so much more empowering, but even words or, um, in my own family with my, my own mother is someone I have to practice boundaries with often and as loving, and she'll do anything, cut her arm off for you. Um, 
But boy, boundaries have to be there or it's just like a floodgate of, okay, I got it. You know, you like to give. Um, It's just, she takes up so much energy. But when I do that, it's like, she'll say, what's your problem? Things like that. And I know Mm -hmm. that's actually... I'm not going to let that in because I actually know that's, that's not about me. It's about her. Interesting. So setting boundaries, I think sometimes people think that, okay, if you're going to set a boundary, you have to go tell everyone this is the boundary. (laughs) You know what I mean? But sometimes boundaries is simply an internal, like give your internal boundaries. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I hadn't really thought about that before. Yeah, just a, um, a an energetic choice, right? That mm-hmm. I'm not going to let something in. I'm not going to let that bother me. A big choice is to not believe you have to solve everybody's problems. You know, just what? release. We don't? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's huge. That's huge. Yeah. Um, you know, I had my baby this like, last week, uh, my youngest son, 21-year-old baby, but um, oh. went to study abroad in Italy. And... Um, I, you know, I'm sitting here trying to checklist all these things he has to do before he goes. And I thought, oh, I'm really enabling him here. He's going to be in Europe by himself. And what am I doing? So, uh, (laughs) yeah. And so energetically, I had to decide and choose, you know what? I'm not helping him. He's going to go there, get into a problem, which is normal, which is the part of the experience. Right. And I, I don't want him to call me. I want him to feel empowered. So the second I made that decision, I could tell his energy changed. He started taking on responsibility and saying, oh, I called this. I did this. I did this. I didn't say a word. I yes. just made the choice that I cut that cord, um, yeah. you know, cut, cut the mommy baby cord uh-huh. again, again, you got to do it several times. Um, but that was a boundary that I set that, you know, for me and for him. How did you, so when you were going through your divorce, how did you go about setting boundaries? Because that's, divorce comes up quite a bit with midlife. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then also I think the boundaries is huge mm-hmm. for going through a divorce. So how did you go through yours? Yeah. I think um, allowing myself the time to heal and and knowing that, you know, not letting in certain comments and, and people's mm-hmm. projections, um, yes. uh, because everyone's got their two cents about, um, why and, and what you should do and, oh, that's too early or that's too late or why are you doing that? Yeah. Um, and, um, and, and so I'd made decisions about who I would spend my time with and who I wouldn't spend my time with. And for me, not for everyone, but a boundary that I set was I, I spent a lot of time alone and I went on a lot of retreats. I did a lot of inner work. Um, and I spent a lot of time away, even away from, you know, sisters and brothers and moms and dads, because I just needed to go, to go within. And I couldn't do the work I needed to do if I heard all the chatter around me. Um, and, and so that, you know, that was a boundary that I had to build and people were upset with me. Of course. Um, Yeah. 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 Because you're, 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 you're changing the whole, you know, thing, like their relationships and all that. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. And also I feel that they thought, well, they wanted to, to love on me and help me during this difficult time. So, you know, there were moments where you can let them in and, and I think being honest um, with the boundaries, this is what I need right now. Mm -hmm. And um, I won't always need this, but this is what I need right now. Right. And, um, and that felt good. And then when you don't need it and you come peek back out, Mm -hmm. um, you know, and then you have a different boundary to set. So that's, that's was the big, big boundary that I needed at that time. Yeah. And I think too, with setting boundaries, it's also stating your needs Mm -hmm. and that can be difficult. That was difficult for me for, for quite a while Mm -hmm. to go, okay, this I'm setting this boundary base. This is what is going to be good for me to take care of me. Right. Right. So that's challenging. Right. And energetically, or even directly with, with an ex when you're having, when you're going through a divorce, because there's old, habits and energy and this dynamic. And it doesn't need to always be that way. Actually, you can choose to say, actually, I'm, I'm not going to do this dance energetically anymore, but it is a choice. Um, and And you know, yeah, I think the thing too, is not having to explain 
Mm-hmm. I also like feel like we have like especially, you know, especially going through divorce. I gotta go tell so and so, then I gotta tell them, I gotta tell them, and then I gotta explain. Like you don't have to explain anything to anybody. You don't. Like, like, no. Why? I don't no. This is what I'm doing. This is what I want. You know, there doesn't have to be like I actually, and I talked about this in a uh, previous, I don't know, masterclass or something that I was doing, and like I didn't, I actually had a good husband. Like he, it was a good marriage. I, I wasn't happy in it though. Sure. And, and it's hard. Like I, for years had to try to uh, yeah, convince myself that I'm like, no, yeah. you're happy. You're fine. You're fine. You're fine. Like stupid. Like why, why would you? And I'll never forget. I had met someone. I was at a retreat in San Diego and this lady, we, you know, like break up and, you know, like pairs or whatever. Sure. And so I never forget. She said to me, she was one of the hardest things I ever had to do was to divorce a good man. Mm. And I was like, oh, I was, I was like, so wait a minute. Like you can, you can divorce a good man. Like, I, like yeah, I like a new concept. Submission. You don't have to have some, it doesn't have to be toxic necessarily as we categorize those things. You don't, it doesn't have to be abusive. You don't have none of that. And right. you not have to have some good explanation, even for yourself. Right. It's a matter of having that moment in the garden, pulling the weed going, something's not right. And I got to change it. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, you're right. The boundary Mm. I realized was that was perfect then. And that's not what I want now. And that was what I wanted. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not going to trash it or, you know, it was great then. And this is not, that's not what I want now. And same with my career change. People thought I was you know, cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. What are you doing? Yeah. Um, I mean, I came from the education space who, you know, it's all about what university and degree do you have? Mm-hmm. And okay, the I'm going to go into hypnotherapy now. Yeah, and uh, she's really <laughs> lost it. Yeah. <laughs> and let's add Reiki to it and, and something else. So, um, <laughs> and it was, okay, I've got to own this because mm-hmm. um, this is, this is, this is what I want to do with my life. And I have to accept and one, I'm not going to let in these comments because this is my passion and this is my calling. And if I do, that will get in the way of why I'm here, my purpose on this planet. And what a shame if I let that in. And if they don't, if that's not their jam, that's okay. Right. Um, But what about all the people that it is? Yeah. So, you know. Yeah. And you, you hit the nail on the head there. It's, it's about owning it. Mm -hmm. You can, we can set boundaries all day, but until you own that boundary and claim it internally, externally, and, and you don't have to, I've always found it uh, really cool when someone stands up for themselves without sure. having to make a big fuss. And, you know, we're so used to like, if you stand up for yourself, that means you're like, no, actually you're it's more right. powerful, right? If you're like, you know what? That's not working for me. Yes. That's not good for me. Yes. Adios. That you was know? huge. You know, yeah. That was my old me with the big voice and in the corporate world, you know, mm-hmm. I thought, oh, I had to be loud in the meeting, yep. but that was a, a big shift for me. You're, you nailed that one. Yeah. It's, it's all about, I think the, the energy that you're, that you're giving out and, and it's, it is, I think it's so much more powerful when you feel like hmm. mm-hmm. it, it's being this. Yeah. And, and when you are, I guess, stating your needs and, and taking care of yourself, that is just mm-hmm. so like, wow. Like it's hard to argue with someone when they're going, no, I'm decided to love myself. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And that's <laughs> when I try to explain to clients, like how they're going to feel afterward. I, yeah. I say, it's just like this knowingness inside you mm-hmm. that you're enough and you wouldn't, you would never date someone that doesn't make you happy or, or you would never not love yourself or want to do something healthy for yourself. Or you just do, you just have this knowingness about who you are and why you're here. It doesn't mean we don't retract or go back to these triggers, but you have tools right? and you know, I, I don't let those comments in. I don't let that energy in. You know, I still love mm-hmm. that person. I might do dinner a little bit less with them or hang out with them, but I allow the energy and I live in the land now of possibilities instead of predictability, mm-hmm. possibilities that anything can happen. It doesn't have to be, I go to work nine to five and I do this. It's like, 
I don't know. I can actually work four hours and go to the beach and get way many more creative ideas. And who said it has to be a certain way? Because I know I'm enough now. And yeah. And I think, yes, exactly. And I find that a lot of people, because of programming, you know, they Mm -hmm. do get to midlife and their family said to do this. They're supposed to be this way. They're supposed to make this much money and bop, 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 bop. And if you don't, you're not yeah. Worth it. You're not, you know, then this relationship's not good. And that relationship like, no, like you, you don't have to be any of that. And I think it's a matter of just stopping and taking a look at your life. And very rarely do we do that. It's mm-hmm. right. Cause we keep going and going and, yeah. going and then we wake up and like, wait a minute. Yeah. And we know when it's, something's not right. I think, mm-hmm. you know, I we do, know, yeah. You just know, you know, people will call and say, I don't really know. Uh, Kids are gone usually, or they're starting to get gone and and starting to get quiet. And you actually have to, you know, you feel into that space of, uh oh, now what? It's just, you know, me and and this other person or me and myself and now the dog. And I don't feel comfortable in myself and, and I'm pleasing everybody else. And this doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel right because it's not right. And, you know, it's, it's time to look within. And once we do that, we might not know where to start, but the answers are within, they are not outside. They are, are within. And then you just like shine so bright. It's so beautiful. I love it. You've got to see some cool transformation. I bet. Oh, it's incredible. It's incredible. Yeah. 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 How many, like what's typical? Oh, oh, wait, but let me, I was going to say, I know, I noticed on your website um, where you had said that, you know, it's not cookie cutter because it's great. Cause like everyone's going to be so different. Yeah. So it's not like, oh, there's this system and then it's all right. Right. Yeah. So, you know, as a, as an energy healer too, you know, it, depending on what someone's going through or what's going on, it, it could be, um, you know, two, three months to work with someone, they might mm. need six months. So, de- you know, the time frame might vary or depending okay. on how much time they want to invest. Um, and as, as an energy healer, I might weave in Reiki, um, during a session, I might do different techniques to eliminate old thoughts and patterns that I've learned. So, you know, I weave in all mm-hmm. those techniques. I've been studying energy and, um, for 20 years and, I always thought when I left my corporate career and I used to study all these things that I had to leave all that behind. I was like, no, I don't. I'm going to bring it all with me. So uh, now it's all, it's all together, but um, (laughs) yeah, uh, you know, hypnotherapy is a a journey. So I Mm. never know where or why someone has a feeling and I don't go in with a script that says, oh, they eat, they eat too much. They have this excess weight because you know, because their dad was this way. I don't go in with that. I never, ever know. So let's go on this journey together and explore and find out your mind, your soul knows why. And it's absolutely fascinating when we just let go of the reins and trust the process and find out why. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm not this guru who knows why I'm just guiding you to find out your, your subconscious mind is your, Quiet your conscious mind, quiet that chitter chatter, quiet the part that thinks they know everything and just allow yourself to explore and find out what these programs are all about. And it'll tell you why. Um, And then, yeah. And then the process of hypnotherapy is that part's pretty scientific. I mean, we know Mm -hmm. if we listen to this thing over and over and over, we're going to rewire your thoughts. And I'm not a science, I'm not into science other than, okay, yeah, that makes a lot of sense and it works. Right. So, you know, but the process is very individual. What happens each week while you're listening to those thoughts and how you get triggered at home or at work, that's going to be different for everybody. So the way I support you each week, I might say, all right, let's go back in and do a little bit more hypnotherapy about how that's showing up in your body. Um, Mm -hmm. A lot of physical things will show up for people. A lot of migraines, a lot of irritable bowel syndrome, a lot of things Mm -hmm. like that, that will show up that are connected to emotional things. So I might go back in and do a little hypnotherapy, more Reiki, um, Mm -hmm. whatever they need. We'll just, you know, do whatever they need throughout the process. Can you do Reiki remotely? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that either at first, but energy is <laughs> energy. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was yeah. thinking that too. Remote yeah. Reiki. 
I know it's fascinating. It's I actually fascinating. did hypnotherapy before when I was living in Virginia, and I was like, just part of my mom was like, "Oh yeah, we had done hypnotherapy," and I. This is a good sign. I don't remember why I went there. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it must have worked. Well, yeah. <laughs> I can't honestly remember don't the remember. Ex- yeah, and a lot of people don't remember afterward. Um, yeah, and that's and, when you know something's worked when you can't even like what what was the problem? What, what was what yeah? Was the issue? It just becomes who you are now, and 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 yeah. this hip, RTT hypnotherapy is is so fascinating. You know, there's this belief that we have to suffer and go through therapy and cry a lot and, yeah. and agonize. Yeah. And there's a lot of new therapies now that mm-hmm. teach us and tell us otherwise. Yeah. Um, no, you don't. M- you know, maybe, maybe if that's your journey, mm-hmm. but no, you don't. You actually can heal and do things much, much quicker than we ever imagined. And I work with people that, you know, after two, three sessions, yes. it's done. Sometimes yep. one session, yep. it's done. They're done. Um, sometimes it's six sessions. That's not very many. Right. Um, you know, especially I know I know in therapy 10 years, sometimes people. Yep. Yeah. I can. And well, the hypnotherapy that I've done. Yes. I I think I, gosh, she gave me a CD and back then when we had CDs. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. And, um, I think it was only like maybe three or four. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. And then I, I went through, a lot of trauma a few years ago between, um, my divorce and then my brother passed away mm. my dog died and my cat died all wow. like within a few weeks of each other. That's a lot. And, and I did, um, the book, I'm sure you've heard of it. The body keeps the score. Oh, I love it. I yeah. love it. And from that book, I discovered EMDR. Oh, it's fantastic. Yeah. Too. Very similar never, to it. Yeah, yeah. I had never heard of that. Like EMDR. Okay. So I look it up and of course there's an EMDR specialist like a mile from me. And that is another example, just like hypnotherapy. Yes. You can heal so quickly. It doesn't have to be, yes, you might have to touch on that little dark area in your life a little bit, but just go there and trust that it's like on steroids. Yeah. 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 I mean, so yeah, you're exactly right. It's not like the old days of like, you're going to have to sit on that therapist's couch for 30 years. Right. An hour every Friday. <laughs> like, for- <laughs> until you get over this darn thing. Doesn't have to be that way. And I think no, it's it, techniques like this, that's exactly. Is, thank God for all these, you know, intelligent human beings that have discovered things like this to be able to reprogram. I know. You know I'm so grateful. Of ours. Yeah, I've done EMDR too, but you're right. And it's a new way of thinking, but mm-hmm. you you have to have the courage, of course, yeah. to say, you know, and sometimes it's just, I don't want to feel this crappy anymore. Yeah. That might just be the courage. That might be the, the motivation, but, right. you know, and, and you might look around and say, I know I'm missing something, but the reality is, is this is just the, this is, there's one life here. So, right. you know, you deserve to feel great and you mm-hmm. deserve to be your best. And and this life is for you. Stop living your life for everybody else. And yeah. if you don't feel like you're living your potential, why not? You know, yeah. keep digging. Why not? Yeah. I've learned a lot already. <laughs> good, good. <laughs> Me too. I had never really thought about that. It's like, I'm always thinking like, sometimes if I have to walk into a situation where I know it's not going to be great, I have this little armor that. Yes. Those are great too. So yeah. that's the same time, you know, it's like, yep. okay, that's my little internal Zip boundary of like, yeah, there, energy. Here's my border here. Nope. That's a great way to do it too. A visual kind of bubble yep. around you. Little bubble. Little yep. bubble. Yep. So tell everyone how they can find you. Sure. Sure. So, um, my website is wisewoods.com. That's W I S E W O O D S. I'm Christina Woods. And, um, I have a free giveaway that is a praise muscle exercise. So to help you praise yourself every day and make that kind of a a gratitude practice or praise practice. And your listeners can get that at free.wisewoods.com and download that. 
And um, I always offer a free one hour consultation. Um, it's complimentary. If you want 10 minutes of it or a full hour, we can talk about all of this and more and what's going on. And um, your listeners can book that on book.wisewoods.com. Like I said, if they want five minutes of it or the full hour, it would be my pleasure. That is super generous. I'm going to book. Great. I love being on here. Thank you so much. Yes. Yeah. And I'll leave all those links down in the show notes. So everyone can just click and get to you. So you're awesome. Great. Oh, thank you, Indy. All right. Thank you so much. Stay in touch. Yeah, you too. Take well, care. I'll see you on the session. <laughs> Perfect. I can't wait. <laughs> all right. Thank you. All right, Wendy. Bye. And now for the nuggets of midlife wisdom from today's show. Number one, hypnotherapy provides techniques to help you get into a meditative state in a much quicker way. Number two, we have the ability to reprogram our minds and create a new way of thinking. Number three, our minds believe every word we say and every picture we give it so we can actually influence our lives significantly significantly by the words we think and speak, if I could only speak today, right? Number four, by setting boundaries, we can make an energetic choice to not allow something into our psyche. Number five, setting boundaries is critical for our own well-being. Number six, don't just set your boundaries, own your boundaries. Take a stand for your boundaries and for yourself. Number seven, live in the land of possibility and not in the land of predictability. I love that. Number eight, the most important thing to remember is the answers are within you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Christina. You are so amazing. Make sure you book a free one-hour consultation with Christina at book.wisewords.com, and I promise you that it will be so worth it. I actually did a hypnotherapy session with Christina, and it was incredible. I have been listening to her beautiful wise words every day, and she has hypnotized me into being more confident, secure, and happy. Thank you, Christina, and thank you to everyone out there that listened to the show today. If you'd like to see this interview on video, please subscribe to the Midlife Makeover Show YouTube channel, and if you're not already, make sure you follow me on Instagram at Wendy Valentine, the Midlife Makeover Show, where it's always a party on my page. I would love for you to join the party every Tuesday with me when the Midlife Makeover Show goes live on Instagram. All you have to do is follow me on Instagram at Wendy Valentine, the Midlife Makeover Show, and click on the live video link at my profile. Choose the shows that interest you, and you will receive a notification when we go live. I hope to see you there. Okay, midlifers, get out there and be bold, be free, be you. Did this podcast inspire you, challenge you, trigger you to make a change, or make you spit out your coffee laughing? Good. Then there are a few ways you can thank me. Number one, you can leave a written review of this podcast on Apple iTunes. Number two, you can take a screenshot of the episode and share it onto social media and tag me, Wendy Valentine. Number three, share it with another midlifer who needs a makeover. You know who I'm talking about. Okay, friend. I am so grateful for you, and I can't wait to hear from you. Cheers from the RV. Here's to taking the road less traveled. Oh, oh, oh.